You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there you go. There's the music that means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets yes. like that guy sitting across from me. Uh, Matt Fox. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, Matt Fox. My name's Jamie Flanagan. Just making sure everybody has a good time. Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. And uh, Matt, it's uh, what's one of the biggest banes of uh, pet ownership? Uh, training. Training. You know, training is one of the biggest things that obstacles that a lot of folks face when it, they get a new pet. It really, it really is. It uh, it's uh, it's something that uh, people struggle with. Yes. And yet, you, you got to call in the pros. You, you gotta, do. You got to call in the pros. So, who's the pro that you would like to call in on your wish list? If you're training a dog. You're like, you know what? If I had a wish list, if I could have anybody here to fix this dog, and really the key of it is you're not fixing the dog, you're fixing somebody else. Yeah, honestly. But, so if you could have somebody in. I'll say, I, I would have to say someone by the name of Caesar Milan yeah. or, or the dog whisperer. Caesar Milan. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, yeah. you know, there's actually a, a, there's a whole, he's got a whole foundation and a, a charitable uh, foundation and uh, they do fundraisers all the time. And right now you could actually donate some money yes. and be put in a draw to go to California, airfare, hotel, and then train with Caesar. Really? Yeah. It's, well, you know what? It would probably be easier if uh, Caesar told us about it. You, okay. He's here. Oh, there hey, he is. Caesar Milan. <laughs> Welcome to Animal Talk. Caesar Milan on the Animal Talk. All right. It's best radio show ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you say that every time. <laughs> and you're right. <laughs> well, animal Talk, not everybody has Animal Talk radio. No, no just us. <laughs> they talk to humans. You guys are talking to animals. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So, uh, Caesar, there's a, 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 a fundraiser going on right now, um, and it's with uh, oh god, now it just went right out of my head uh, through uh, Wish.io, Wish.io.io, um, and uh, people can donate, and the money's going to go to the the Caesar Milan Foundation. But the the grand prize winner gets to come and, and hang out with you and get some personal one on one with uh, you and their dog. That's amazing. Can you tell us more about at, that? At the ranch, so at the, at the ranch, you know, I built this incredible place. It's forty three acres. We have our own dog park. We have our own restaurant. We have our own temple. We have our own sweat lodge. Mm. We have trails. We have different species that uh, uh, your dog will be able to socialize. Uh, and the whole point is for is for people to see that what makes a dog social is not that he gets along with humans or dogs, is that he gets along with different species. Mm. You know, so that's you know what makes you social is when you get along with different race, not just because you get along with your own kind, mm. right? So in the dog world. In order for humans to see what social really means, you really have to be around different species, you know? So that, that gives you the whole primal connection that most people lack of. Because most dogs live indoors, so they don't, they don't really go outside as much. They don't really interact with nature as much. They do a lot of indoor activity. So people will get that experience of connection, communication, relationship. That's why I always say I train humans. I don't really train dogs. I train see? humans. <laughs> That's what I, was, I alluded to that earlier. It's like, yeah, usually a dog more than often is not the problem. It's 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 a matter of uh, communication yeah. uh, and the people just not knowing what to do or how to do it. Right. <laughs> well, it's the connection is, you know, because uh, your energy can also is the beginning of having a healthy communication. For example, people who are afraid of dogs, their energy 
is fear. So their communication is going to be uh, very poor, mm. right? So it's, what animals pick up is on your energy, not so much what you're saying, mm. right? So connection is first, energy. Communication is second. So who are you communicating to? A dog. Dog is nose, eyes, ears. That's why I always tell people, don't humanize a dog until you already have the connection. Hmm. See it? So learn nose, eyes, ears, because that's how they learn. Horse, learn ears, eyes, nose. Bird is eyes, hmm. ears, nose. So a bird is more visual. Hmm. A horse is more hearing, and a dog is nose. Like me, I, I, I kind of learn by doing things, yeah. right? That's yeah, just yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So that's 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 actually the the beginning of uh, understanding how to train a dog. Because if you're gonna take uh, if you're gonna teach kids with uh, you know kids that have a little disabilities, you still have to know how to teach them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So a dog it's not that he has disabilities; is he learns different. Mm. So because he learns different, it's your job to learn how to teach him, not what you want to teach. Mm. So what's the first step? In, in opening up that communication for a new dog owner? Well, the power of calmness, because most people like to do, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. And then the dog is spinning in circles. Yeah. And then they tell the dog, stop, stop, sit, 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 wait, relax. <laughs> so it's very contradicting mm. to what the dog needs to understand first. So mm. he needs to understand that you represent calmness before excitement. I would have to say, you know, you know your, your, your tone would have to have a lot to do with, you know, that, the training of the dog sure. itself, right? Yeah. Well, so, there, is, there is people who are mute and they don't talk. Uh, and so uh, Charlie Chaplin is a perfect example how most animals talk, energy, body language. Hmm. So Charlie Chaplin was able to convey uh, what he was feeling and what he wanted to say without sound. It was energy, body language. It was so demeanor. Animals, yeah. Yeah, so most animals, that's why, you know, Tony Robbins and, and everybody else, they tell you about, if you want to be a leader, you need to carry the energy of a leader, so, right? Social so, presence so in the almost? animal world, they don't follow instability. We're the only species that follow unstable leaders. So we don't care about our leader's energy. Animals mm. do. Ah. So it's almost the social presence that you have in the room. Uh, with the animal it's, itself. Is that it's it? commanding versus demanding. Humans like to demand leadership. Animals command leadership. A cat can command a Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah, wrong. <laughs> yeah. So a cat, why would a cat control a Rottweiler? Because his energy is stronger hmm. and the Rottweiler knows it. <laughs> it's aura. <laughs> I like that. It's I like beautiful. that a lot. You see it? Yeah. So we we are uh, we are living in what Matt likes to call the uh, Covidian timeline. Yeah, that we it's live just, in right now. It's just very 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 strange, and so people have to find different ways of um, you know doing the things they used to do, and, mm. and like fundraising for things like the Caesar Milan Foundation. Um, it, you got to find different ways of doing it. So you have this uh, thing going on with uh, Wish IO. Um, so it, is, uh, it, it, what else is, is different here during the pandemic for you, Caesar? It's, uh, uh, how, how is, how is your training, uh, changed during, during the pandemic? Actually it hasn't. Mm. Um, you know, the, the great thing is, uh, the word social distance, the whole world knows it. Mm. Right. And yeah. then the animal world, social distance is respect. Mm. So right now, uh, people by, uh, by practicing social distance, they're actually taking the time to slow down, 
and meet a dog, uh, you know, first at a distance. Because, again, dog people like to, oh, my God, it's a dog! <laughs> and they rush into the dog, and there is no social distance. Mm-hmm. There is no awareness how the dog feel. If you're going to contagious the dog with the wrong energy, you're going to touch at the wrong time. Mm. You know, are you being selfish? You know, and so right now it's actually doing really good because the whole world for the first time agree and do the three things. Wear a mask, watch ah. your hands, mm-hmm. social distance. Right. The whole world is practicing the same formula. No matter, no matter where you are in the world. If you're Italian, it's the same rules by limitation. If you are Chinese, it's the same thing. If you're American, if you're Latino. So for the first time in history, we are agreeing and behaving the same way. So I'm taking that and say, okay, let's practice social distance with dogs first, right? Because that means respect, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So, so actually it has increased more the learning because people have more time. Now, used to, people used to say, I don't have time. Well, guess what? Now you have plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, let's fulfill it with knowledge. And the reason why, you know, the foundation is so meaningful to me, because uh, all countries should be the same, but America definitely has this. Uh, America has the three pillars, right? Home, school, and government. In the animal world, home, school, and government is all done in the same, in the, with the family. Mm-hmm. We're the only species that separate where you go and learn or who you listen to, right? Mm-hmm. So at home, you know, we are creating a curriculum for all the parents uh, before they send their children to school to understand how to keep a kid in, in a calm state by practicing exercise and an open-minded and happy-go-lucky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So most parents, when they send a kid to school, the kid has not done exercise. The kid doesn't understand the, the meaning of open your mind so you can learn. So when you teach a dog, and the only for you to teach a dog, he needs to be tired and open-minded. <laughs> so, what? so when you teach a human, the human also can practice calm surrender. Huh. Remember, the word calm surrender, we do it at churches or anything that has to do with religion or yoga. But in, in school system, we need to make sure that our kids also practice calm surrender. So, Meaning open your mind, open your mind so mm-hmm. you can absorb information. That way the teacher doesn't have to worry about you not listening to him. Right. So my goal is to create, I already created a curriculum uh, with Yale University that has been given to preschool. So schools are already receiving this message. But we need to make sure that at home, the parents understand the same thing. Mm. And of course, we need to make sure that in the White House, they support the same thing. Mm. See, because this is the three pillars of America, home, school, and government. Mm-hmm. So we all have to know the same, especially for next generation America. We need to, we need to uh, support them with the same understanding. We, they need to master calm surrender, happy-go-lucky. Of course, we want them to be leaders. But before you lead, you have to master to follow. You know, something you said earlier, uh, Caesar, was, you know, your, your dog has to be tired and open-minded for, to train. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, run the, run the dog around the, uh, the yard a number of times, taking on a walk, but then it becomes more susceptible to commands and training and such. Do I understand? But just that like right? you, you know, when you uh, when you have so much pent up energy, mm-hmm. it's hard for you to have a relationship with anyone. Yeah, you're not wrong because you have pent up <laughs> energy that it needs to be addressed in a different way. 
as mm. you know, the humans call it fitness, mm. but the animals call it lifestyle. Mm. A bird have to fly, a fish have to swim, and a dog has to walk. Mm. You call it, or we call it fitness. They just call it, I'm using my body to get from A to B, right. and by the time that I get there, I'm tired. Mm. So then that's when my mom or my dad teaches me. Mm. See, dogs learn along the way. That's why homeless people have such a great, uh, a successful relationship with dogs, because homeless walk a lot. So the only American citizen that actually do, do the natural way is the homeless. Hmm. The second is the, is the, is the handicapped people because the handicapped people gives a dog a job. Mm -hmm. So that dog actually has a purpose. Right? right? So the homeless and the handicapped are the only two members of America who are doing it right. Nice. So yeah, there's like that's the important thing when you you got to know when you're when you're when you're getting a dog that what was this dog bred to do? What is his job? And if you have this dog that needs a you got some sort of herding or border collie and you're trying to keep him in an apartment, you got a recipe for disaster there. It's like he can't do his job. Yeah. Well, but that's why that's why I created like backpacks because a, a dog that was that is born purebred. It's a dog that is born literally with a degree. So, mm. you see, we have to go to school to actually uh, obtain a degree. A border collie already born an architect. A Labrador already born, you know, an engineer. Mm -hmm. It's the equivalent of already being born, already knowing what to do. Mm. You see, so when you bring a border collie or anything that is purebred and you're not going to give them the job that he was designed, at least put a backpack on them when they go for a walk because then the walk, on the walk, he's carrying something like what we do with Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. They carry something and they have tasks. Hmm. You see, it's kids walking, but kids walking with a mission. That's the difference between a Boy Scout kid and a kid without a backpack. <laughs> wow. So, Caesar, uh, the, the Dog Psychology Center, you said it's uh, 30, 40 acres large, right? 43 acres. 43 acres. That's, that's, a, that's a big chunk of land there. That is. Uh, how long has the Dog Psychology Center been, uh, been up and running? 12, well, I started in South Central, so I opened my first uh, Dog Psychology Center in the hood. And then my second, I opened it, you know, once I, uh, I started making little, little money. Um, I, I opened it in Santa Clarita, California. My goal is to show people, you know, uh, how a place where everybody agrees on behaving a certain way creates dogs off-leash, but not creates, but actually gives the dog the chance to be off-leash without seeing the breed, right? Mm. Because in my ranch, you can have a pit bull, a Rottweiler, German Shepherd. We don't care about the breed. Mm. What we care is your dog comes, surrender, happy-go-lucky. If it's in that state, they all can hang out. When we are in a calm, surrender, happy-go-lucky state, we're super friends. Mm. It's when we're angry, when we're selfish, when we're fearful, when we're anxious, when we're tense that we can't be friends because our energies will not allow us. So when a dog doesn't feel well, regardless of the species, they're going to end up not having a good social moment. And that comes directly from the human. It doesn't come from the dog. So we can never blame dogs for misbehaving. There is no knowledge behind instincts. It's all reaction. They're reacting. Hmm. They're not thinking. So you can never blame a dog, and you, you should never say that I'm predictable. They're very predictable. They follow a pattern. Is, We're is the there... only species that are, that are unpredictable. We're the only species that knows better, and we still do the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. 
And Again, uh, all, you're not wrong. <laughs> I do it frequently, and my wife reminds me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got the good woman to, to remind me when I'm doing it wrong. That's right. Uh, but so what is something um, at the Dog Psychology Center, something new that you learned? Some, what's something you discovered in, in, after having it set up the way you have it set up now with the, the 43 acres? What's something new that you learned? Oh, well, I'm always learning. I'm always learning how to influence, you know, human. You know, I have worked with Oprah, Mark Zuckerberg. Presidents, kings, uh, pretty much every celebrity you can think of, is how do I, in a very gentle way, deliver reality so they can they can change right away, right? Because because you can change the aggression of a dog, the fear of a dog that day, but if the human doesn't change the fear or the frustration, or or some people are just you know they're sometimes they're lazy. If they don't change that, the dog goes right back to what he knows because. He goes back to your environment, hmm. you know. And so, if if you if the environment of a child is is not healthy and the parents don't do anything about it, that kid will go right back to her old his all or her old self, because you are a product of your environment, hmm. your parents, and your activities. Hmm. You see it. So I'm always learning. Okay, so how do I make sure that a humans understand that this is about commitment? You know, that you have to really do what, whatever is best for the dog, not whatever is best for you. We already did that, and that's why you're here. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know the only reason why people will uh, hire me is because they did it wrong. So if I present to you the right formula, and, 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 and if you can change right now, would you do it? Mm. And so that's the part that is very difficult for people to let go of the past and to anticipate of the future. And because most people just want to pill. Just give me whatever it is so my dog can change, but I don't have to change. So hmm. how is that transformation? How is that relationship? How is that commitment? You see, the dog is a reflection of you. Right. So if you don't change, how can he change? You know, he lives with you. You have to open that door for him to get out. You can't let a dog go off leash in America. It's illegal. But if you, if look, I always tell people dogs in third country are skinny, but they don't have psychological problems. Dogs in America are chunky, and I get to have a TV show. Again, he's not wrong. He's not, definitely not wrong. <laughs> so it, It's perspective. So I, I, I'm always looking at ways to change the perspective of a country, of, of, of countries, uh, of people, of homes. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, be at the White House and, and share, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can all learn how to un- how to be really good with animals. Right. You don't have to have a dog. The fact that we live around dogs, we should all speak that language. Right. You know, it's three kinds of people in the world. Some people love dogs. Some people are afraid of dogs. And some people don't like dogs. Mm. But at the same time, you experience it yourself. Some people like you. Some people are afraid of you. And some people don't like you. Right? right? So, mm-hmm. so pit bulls are a perfect example right now of a breed that have that some people like pit bulls. Some yeah. people are afraid of pit bulls. And some people don't like pit bulls. Yeah. But so the fact that fear and and dislike still exists, that shows that the world is still ignorant because it has nothing to do with the dog. It has nothing to do with the breed. You know, the pit bull didn't make himself. A human made him a pit bull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's our responsibility to tell people how to be with a dog, regardless of the breed. So, so Caesar, you, you, 
You mentioned you mentioned the the White House, and it's uh, we've just had an election, yeah. and we have a, a new yeah. president coming in, First, and we're getting yeah. a dog back in the White House. Yeah. Finally, How about it's, that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, the only president in the world that showed dog was the president of the United States. That's why I came to America. It's like, oh, they're dog people. Yeah. yeah. So it's like we got uh, we got, and it's kind of because uh, Biden's dog is uh, a, a rescued. Well, I don't know rescue, but it. it, it the Man. Bidens were there like a second home. Yeah. Uh, it was not necessarily a rescue, but it, it was a second home. So they're calling it a rescue dog, which yeah. is great. Right. And uh, it's a German Shepherd. So uh, Correct. Uh, what, what, and so when it, when, when a celebrity or, you know, a president uh, has a, a, a pet, you get a celebrity pet, uh, the breed usually is very, very popular. So what should people know? It's like, I want to get a dog like the president. What should people know about uh, uh, German Shepherds and their behavior and the job that they need? Well, they're shepherds, number one. <laughs> you know, they're going to do shep, you know, yeah, yeah. herding. Uh, they're also very alert as a breed, and they can do protection as well. So they can also be territorial. They can do personal protection. They can do sheep herding. They can do retrieving. That's why he was, before the Belgian Malinois, he was the, the, uh, the, uh, the Navy SEAL of the, of the, uh, of the canine world. Hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So but then due to his dysplasia, hip dysplasia, because you also have to understand that certain breeds come with medical problems. Right. So that's another thing that you have to think of before you get a breed. Right. Mm -hmm. And so so those are things to consider, uh, uh, um, you know, for people, because a lot of times people say, well, you know, I had a German Shepherd and I have to put him down because of dysplasia. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any money. All those things. Mm -hmm. I think before you are emotional. Be, be a little bit common sense. So go to the checklist of like even the code. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with so much hair? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Are you, uh, you know, uh, uh, do you want a low, medium, high level energy? Because even in the German Shepherd world, not every German Shepherd can be a police dog. It has to be a certain kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Just like a human, not everybody can be a Navy SEAL. It has to be a superhuman. You know, and not everybody is Michael Jordan. It has to be Michael Jordan, right? So <laughs> yeah. there is there is a level of energy that, that that dog is born with, and that's what I call compatibility. So make sure not only the breed is compatible to you, but the energy of that dog. You know, when I when I grew up, when I was little, I'm still on. Uh, <laughs> I keep a lot of you know. Uh, I was a high level energy kid, so they have to keep me busy. My sister was medium. And my younger system was low. So it was easy to take care of the medium and the low. Me, I was high. <laughs> same mom, same dad. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So in the German Shepherd world or in the Jack Russell world or in the Husky world mm. or in any, any breed, there's three levels of energy, low, medium, high. Mm-hmm. So go after the energy before you actually go after the breed. Almost like do your own due diligence on yourself before you really go out and uh, pick uh, what you want, yeah. what, what you're looking to get into as far as the commitment goes. Right? We always say before you get a dog, yeah. you should get a book yeah. um, and and read up, read up. On, you know, now you have the Absolutely. interweb. We've been doing this since before the internet was around. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, now you can just look, Google it. And, and before, before you get a go- dog, get to, get to Googling uh, and, and figure out what's right for you. And, you know, I, I'm a big rescue guy. You know, I like to rescue dogs, you know, dog sitter, what have you. Mm-hmm. And you you kind of understand what type of a breed you can be that's compatible with you. So, you know, being that foster, you know, that foster home and hopefully maybe a foster fail. Uh-huh. Um, is that something that uh, folks can uh, utilize as well, Caesar? To get used well, to see? you know, uh, if you don't want to enter into a rescue yet, you can also uh, foster, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so 
So a faster allows you to, it's almost like you drive different cars before you, you <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right. So that way you are at service. You practice something that is extremely important, you know, to be at service, mm -hmm. to, to practice that humanitarian side. And at the same time, you read different books, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So every dog is a different book. And that gives you knowledge. So by the time you make your decision and you say this one, by that time you already have three, four, five dogs, they, the dog will sense that you're being with three, four, five dogs. Right. You see, because your knowledge is wisdom and you can't have wisdom without, you know, repetitions or right. ups and downs. Got to have some you experience. Know, so what makes me what makes me uh, uh, this good is because I don't just work with dogs. I work with horses. Mm -hmm. I work with chickens, with dogs, with birds, uh, kangaroos, whatever, whatever it is, because what they sense is my level of understanding of energy. Mm. You know what I mean? So I can tell you, okay, that kangaroo over there, he's nervous. That kangaroo over there, he's happy. Right. That kangaroo over there, he's tense. I can tell you that, right? Mm -hmm. And they can tell, uh, and they, the funny part is they can easily tell about you, me, and anybody else. They know exactly how you feel. Huh. All of them. Even, even the baby one knows. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because that's just, that's just the knowledge that allows them to survive. Wow. So in order for them to stay alive, they have to understand a, a, uh, environment and who's in the environment, right? So they have to know the intention of of anything in order for them to say fight, flight, or avoidance. Agreed. Yeah. So Caesar, um, the, the uh, talking about uh, fostering dogs and caring for animals right. uh, brings us back to the the Caesar Milan Foundation. Uh, what exactly is the mission of the Caesar Milan Foundation? What do you What do you guys do? Well, in two, in, two, in two words or two sentences, is better humans, better planet. Mm. My goal is for next generation world is to have the proper education that I, I have. You know what? Imagine many people understanding nose, eyes, ears, calm, confident, love, and joy, trust, respect, and love, honesty, integrity, loyalty, exercise, discipline, affection. There is a formula that I follow that allows people to achieve prevention or rehabilitation. But since, since I want to talk to young generation, they're going to think prevention. Mm -hmm. Of course, my show rehabilitation will disappear, right? Yeah. Be the reason why I'm rehabilitating is because your generation has done it backwards. Hmm. So if I, if, I, if I give the new generation the right things to do, the right thing, how to connect, how to communicate, how to choose a dog, how to help each other in the community, and then everybody will go like a good citizen. Ask not what the country can do for you. What can you do for the country? Mm -hmm. Ask not what the dog can do for you. What can you do for the dog? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. You see it? And so if the whole, if, like if all the citizens of America think about not what the country can do for you, what can you do for the country? The country gets like that. Mm -hmm. So the same thing happens to dogs. The same thing happens. It's not what the dog can do for you. What can you do for the dog? Mm -hmm. So imagine the mindset of humankind what can you do for the planet? Okay, let's begin to clean the planet. What can we do for the orangutan? Let's make sure that they don't get killed. What can we do for the elephants? Oh, let's make sure no more poachers. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It changes the mindset right away because the, because the generation before those kids, they said, yeah, you can go hunt elephants. You can go hunt lions mm -hmm. and extinguish it. Don't worry about it. Somehow they're going to come back. That was the mindset on, those, on that generation. Nobody told them when they were little, hey, <laughs> you don't need it anymore. You can go, you can just go to Ralph's or Gelsen or, you know, or whatever you are in the country 
and 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 or you can even ask the government to give you food. Yeah. We're in wow. America. Yeah. Yeah. So the Caesar Milan Foundation, an interesting way people can get involved in, and support it is through that Wish IO, mm-hmm. and uh, just look up Caesar's giveaway, and it, it's uh, you're 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 gonna the winner. Uh, somebody's gonna randomly be chosen, and uh, a round trip and airfare, and they get to a, a, a day of training with you with their dog one on one. It just I I know it'll be a dream for for some people. It's a it's a very interesting. Uh, Way to raise some money. You think we can bring the uh, person who went and the, 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 uh, uh, and we bring him back to your show and you can ask him what did you learn? Absolutely. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. it would be awesome to, to for this person to understand it, for, to to give you from his perspective what he learned in one day. Sure. And how and how the world looks like once you think this way. Mm-hmm. All right. I would love to experience that. Britta's you know, yeah. taking some notes. She's like, all right, follow up with the animal <laughs> boys after the winter. So, yeah, she's, yeah. she's been awesome connecting us. Uh, so the Caesar Milan Foundation, your website is uh, Caesar's Way, right? Caesarsway.com. Caesarsway. Yes. And uh, Caesarsway. that's the one-stop shop. I've noticed, I don't know if it's more recent, um, but it seems like you've been more active on Facebook uh, of late. Uh, a lot more videos. You have a funny one. You're dressed up in a Santa suit, wishing everybody uh, happy holidays. And right? <laughs> uh, So you're very active um, on Facebook, and there's videos there, and there's short training ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Caesarsway.com is a great way to get connected for the, the full-blown training. And you had some specials going uh, on there as well. Well, we always, you know, we always communicating with the people. Obviously, everybody, you know, when I used to fly, when we all used to fly, yep. uh, I would do a lot of consultations in, at the airport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everywhere I go, Caesar, Caesar. <laughs> people will come with their listen. People will come with their phone. <laughs> the dog. He said, "Talk to my dog." <laughs> no, no, no. Let me talk to you no. first. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Watches your show. He listens to you. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and with all those smart, those like uh, little dog watching apps and stuff, he yeah. probably could act, you could probably actually do talk to people's dogs at home from the airport. <laughs> that is fantastic. So Caesar's Way, uh, the website, and uh, I was reading something that because uh, people love seeing you on TV and that's, that's how uh, you, you got known to a lot of people. Uh, yes. Is Caesar's Way coming back to TV? I read a little something, something. Is that happening in 2021? Oh, yes. We're, we just actually, I just finished shooting five episodes. They're incredible because, you know, people now come to my ranch, mm-hmm. right? So as soon as you arrive, we get to work. I want you to see how your dog immediately start changing. Immediately, immediately. Like most of the time, you know, we get in like uh, red zone because people uh, are, they they have a problem with liability, mm. you know. They're gonna they can be put down, euthanization, or they or they can be asked to uh, to place them in a different home. And of course, they're very devastated, you know. And and some in one of the episodes, one couple they want to have a child, but one uh, one of the dog uh, is aggressive towards the towards the wife. Mm. So he's like, you know, <laughs> and so <laughs> not, not ready to have a child when when a dog is going after the wife, right? You know, because then the wife is gonna get uh, is gonna get nervous that now with the baby, and then the dog is gonna oh, so now it's two, yeah. you know. So we have to. Uh, it's it's really tough for a lot of people, you know. But at this at the at the moment they arrive at the ranch, they feel safe, they feel peace, they feel love, they feel <laughs> hope, you know, they feel the happiness, they feel the the uh, everybody's there to help. So you got this sense 
of you know fate you recover it really fast right right you know versus me doing it in your house mm-hmm. and you you just go back to what you know again it's just you know i mean you're it, it doesn't change but at the moment you get out of the house and you see that your dog change right in front of your eyes mm-hmm. and and it's, you know you're not waiting for for the show the episode to air like you seeing it right there right, right. you know <laughs> that gives a lot of people a lot of hope and immediately start working together they start they understand why the dog is doing that mm-hmm. you know and how they communicate with each other you know a lot of time uh in one of the in one of the episodes the wife keeps telling the guy uh do like a ballerina and i'm saying that's like ma'am I need to, I need you to stop saying ballerina because we need your masculine side of your husband. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like that's what you need right now. This dog is about to buy somebody, and a ballerina is not going to stop it. <laughs> we need we need a you know something more masculine. Please stop saying ballerina to your husband. <laughs> hey, I got a tutu in the closet. That's you game? I know. Guys, like, Jesus, like we can do it later or away from dogs. You know, <laughs> whatever. But, what you do is what you do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Carrie said said hi real quick over there on the face base. Yeah, she enjoys your show and. So people want to know and follow on his website. He's got a, a place where you can log in and uh, Caesar on TV there at uh, Caesar's Way, and uh, mm-hmm. you'll get updates as to when things are, are hitting the airwaves and where they're hitting. Uh, and and we'll check back in with you as those things go live, and definitely after uh, the winner of this uh, contest comes back, yeah, uh, get all of us on the line and uh, talk to them about uh, what they learned in their visit with you. I I, I love that idea, Caesar. Yeah, thoroughly enjoy that. Yeah. We'll videotape it as well. We'll we'll video it in the whole experience, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because I I want I want people to see. Hey, look, we have to make. You know, America has dog parks, mm-hmm. but they don't have dog psychologists everywhere. Nope. And and dog psychology means it's a place where where people understand that it's about practicing what the dog psychology is, mm-hmm. not humanizing a dog, but what practicing. You know, uh, if you want to learn football, you go to a football place mm-hmm. or baseball camp. You know, basketball camp. But so, because people need to talk to a dog, you need to understand the psychology behind dog. <laughs> you get it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I will be, I will be ideal for the whole country to have their own dog psychology center. So, when people are learning or when people need to like go back to basics, they have a place to go. A dog park is not a place for anything for learning. Mm-hmm. Okay, a dog park is like a big Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> With the ball it's, pit it, too, it, 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 you know they don't. It's so many different agreements, you know, like yeah. it's so many different agreements. So people are not in sync with each other, hmm. you know. So, so uh, actually, you know what I mean. So it's very important that the people don't look at a dog park as a place where the dog is going to become social, because number one, they didn't walk there together. Hmm. Number two, there's dogs from different packs with different rules by limitations, right? And some some people bring a dog full of physical energy, frustrated. Uh, some people bring a dog that is timid. Mm-hmm. Some people bring a dog that is territorial. Mm-hmm. Some people bring dogs that are possessive, you know, in that place. So it's the same thing as having a bad Thanksgiving with, with the wrong, you know, family members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to drink the red wine uh, or the white wine with the turkey. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the bad energy. It's just oh. the bad energy. So. Well, I, I appreciate all the good energy you bring to uh, dog right. owners and, yes. and you bring to us. You've always been so uh, gracious and uh, taking time to hang out with us, and we, we really appreciate it. And uh, like I said, we'll definitely circle back after you get your winner, and uh, we'll see what 
21 holds for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, 2021 is turning 21. It's going to start drinking. So here we go. <laughs> Maybe it'll catch up with me. <laughs> well, the worst part already passed, right? Yeah. The worst part already passed. Now it's just a matter of staying, of staying calm, confident. Yeah. Right. This is the part that why why we uh, it's important to to go outside and walk with the dog. Mm-hmm. So it changes your mind. You know what I mean. And at the same time, you drain negative energy. Mm-hmm. And, and one and, and and another episode that I just want to share with you, real yeah, quick. Please, it's please. A, it's a ten year old, ten year old little girl, ten year old. They got this. They got this dog for emotional for, uh, purpose, emotional emotional reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, instead of the dog helping her move forward, the dog actually started biting people, mm. right? And so I said, well, in order for the dog to be emotional support, you need to regain your calm confidence. Right. You need to mm-hmm. you need to you, I, I think it's best if you use your instincts that if you use your emotions, because your emotions right now are out of whack. So it's going to support instability. Hmm. So let's get back. Let's help her become calm, confident and then bring the right emotions. Right. You understand? So a lot yeah. of times I'm pretty sure you, you heard it because more and more people have emotional support dogs, mm-hmm. but they're not stable. Mm-hmm. Right, and then those dogs go in a plane and they bark or bite people. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're supposed to be doing. No. They're supposed to be emotionally support, keeping you balanced. Mm-hmm. You understand? So when you see a dog that is barking at the airport and they say emotional support, that is not a good emotional support dog. That dog is only reflecting the instability of that human. Mm. Wow! You don't want kids crying in the plane, and you don't want dogs barking in the plane either. No, no. You see it? Yeah. So, so, so that's the part that a lot of people say, oh, I, get, I get a dog for emotional support. Uh, yeah, but you're just going to dump all your negativity on the poor dog. Right. Now the dog has to express how he feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah, really I, have a, I, have a, uh, I have a serenity cat. Uh, he, my kitty cat is like my he's my zen man we just uh you know we play we get our energy out uh we have fun chasing the laser chasing the playing he's awesome he plays fetch with his little yep. his little fur mice yep. uh and then after we're done playing we relax and we have our zen yep. time yep. Yep. it's yep. very nice he's my serenity cat that's right. <laughs> hey, uh, just for the record, dog yeah. people don't play with lasers with dogs. Okay. Oh. Only cat people can do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no dog people. <laughs> Only the cat people can do that. But not the dog people. You lose coffee tables and end tables <laughs> and lamps. And... No, uh. they start chasing shadows. Oh. The dogs ah. start chasing shadows. Oh. The dog, the cats never chase the shadows. The, sh- the cats just chase the the, the 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 light. But the dogs switch from the from the light to the shadows. Is that because they're colorblind and uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got them chasing a, like, a little brown dot, and then they're like, "Oh, well, here's a big brown blob. I'm going to chase that." Yes. Oh, no. wow, you okay. open the prey drive. You open the prey drive to ghosts. Ah, and that you know what I mean. It's like chasing ghosts, shadows. Yeah, yeah. Huh. they're supposed to chase, but not shadows. Hmm. So for folks that have dogs and cats, you just have to kind of separate that playtime. Yeah, what it comes oh, down it, to. It, it looks oh, don't like. let the dog. Don't let the dog get involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the laser, so for yeah. that's for the cat. The dog is going to, ah, that's for cats. <laughs> I don't chase lasers. Thank, oh, thanks for sharing balls. that. Here's a, here's, I, a, here's, a, here's a nyla bone or a, a tennis ball. Go yeah. crazy. We're yeah. Gonna, yeah. We'll be like, back to you. Like know. cats, very rare, like chase tennis balls. You know what I mean? Like cats, they, they chase little things. Yeah, they uh, maybe you know, throw but, a mouse or a mice, a little. I, uh, I, yeah, I had yeah, not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. But, you know, a dog will chase a ball in the water, in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Lake, you know, on Cheeseburgers, rubble. you know. <laughs> awesome. All right, Caesar. thanks so much. Uh, Caesar's Way, uh, people can get a hold of you there. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, following up with you with your winner. Caesar. it's been a pleasure. Everybody's kind of. Huh? Yeah, it's been right. an absolute pleasure having you here uh, on the Animal thank Talk. You, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Yeah. So thank we'll talk so again. Much. We'll talk again soon. All right. Yes, sir. All Bye, right. Guys. See you well. It. See you, Caesar. Bye. Yay! Oh, that was a riot. Yes, I, just, I told you, man. I learned guy, something. <laughs> I did not know about the laser in the shadows. Neither did I. That's uh, that's that's. Not, I did not know that. <laughs> so, um, you know, when if you can walk away on a daily basis sure. learning something, absolutely, either about lasers or yourself <laughs> and how you interact with an animal, yeah. you know that was that was great. So it says sharks with laser beams on their heads. <laughs> don't let the dogs play with them. That's uh, we've learned many things today. I don't know. That, that that's a great takeaway. I don't. That's yes. bizarre. <laughs> whatever it is. All right, uh, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate uh, everybody being there. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment. Animaltalkradio.com is our website, uh, wearingfunny.com. Yep. That's where the merch com. is. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, please, uh, it's a thank you to Caesar and thank you to everybody who made that possible. And uh, Britta, thank you. Yeah, and yeah. thanks to uh, thanks to you for for listening. Uh, yeah. Until next time, please have an exotic week and kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs> <laughs>